Since starting out in 1996, Keiji Ashizawa has become one of Japan's leading contemporary architects. In 2005, he founded his own studio, and in 2014 helped found Ishinomaki Laboratory with the goal of supporting the recovery from the Great East Japan Earthquake. Today, he sits down with Susie Aneta for a conversation about the way he thinks, lives, and works at his studio in Tokyo. This is the Design Dialogues. thought that I would start by asking you, uh, when did you decide to study architecture? Were you a child? Was it later in life? Do you remember how old you were? Yeah, actually, my father is an architect. He's now it's 85 years old. I was really influenced from him, of course, because he had a many architecture book in, in, you know, in his room and also the, yeah, we could visit uh, Kyoto and Nara with him. Yeah, he was uh, super busy when he was uh, you know, in a com- company. But uh, I think that's the uh, most powerful I- influence uh, to become an architect. But, uh, but uh, somehow uh, um, I decided to go to the art school, uh, more like a double school, yeah? when I was in high school. So I decided to go to kind of art school to to draw the, you know, uh, something that when I was a high school student, I, I tried to go this direction, not architecture, not product design, but it's, I really want to go this direction. It's more like uh, making things, uh, designing something. Yeah. Uh, and where did you study? Which university did you go to? Um, Yokohama National University. It's uh, yeah, quite good as an architecture school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Okay. Uh, yeah, Nishizawa Ryue-san also the, you know, teach, and uh, Yamamoto Riken also the teach, used to teach. And then, uh, yeah, I, I was lucky to go there and then to inspire a professor also, the, you know, from, from friends there. Mm, okay. Mm. And I'm curious to know what you did after graduation. Where did you work between then and setting up Keiji Ashizawa Studio? I used to work with uh, my professor, so he, uh, lucky, yeah, he invited me, you know, to join his studio. So and then I uh, worked uh, with him studio uh, for six years, almost six and a half years. And after that, um, actually, I I used to work as a steel worker, more like. Uh, of course, I I kept designing something, but it's a uh, more like uh, yeah, I went to the like a kind of a you know real uh making things world on you know, for two years it was really fun sometimes uh, from morning to the until night that uh, we installed the shelf you know some space also that i i could help the, to cut the steel i couldn't uh, uh weld the steel work you know it it takes uh, time to run but it's uh, i really helped to make things there that's a fun time yeah yeah it's yeah. really interesting um how important do you think that experience was to 
what you do now, that understanding of how to make things, do you think that's important and influence on your work now? Yeah, obviously the, during the, my uh, steel worker, um, I learned a lot uh, about the material. So because uh, I touch the material and also the, you know, I cut by myself, even I install and then also the, I design something there. You know, so I checked everything. Even I make a kind of a quotation for some architect. And then uh, at the time, so I, I got many drawings from the, the other architect. So because uh, our team is a very small, uh, only three, but uh, so we help the many architects to make a chair, also the, to make a shelf. And then, uh, yeah, I, so then uh, I really, I could learn the material at that time, but at the same time, I, I learned many, you know, uh, architects are you know, drawing, you know, so then uh, um, how they think about the material. But it's uh, quite important to learn material anyway. Mm. So that's... Uh, my, yeah, I think it's a big start for me, even even after six years of experience in architecture practice. Mm. Yeah, but it's a, yeah, I learned a lot uh, for two years. Mm. It's a really big impact for me. So I, I want to talk about being a Japanese architect because I imagine that there is, uh, well, you know, I think there is a reputation around the world, mm-hmm. um, a certain conception that people have mm-hmm. um, and I think with that there is a huge amount of admiration for architecture from Japan mm-hmm. and I'm I'm wondering is that something that you're conscious of when you're working do you feel any pressure <laughs> <laughs> um, you know does that does the history and the tradition yeah uh, of uh, ancient Japanese buildings, but also contemporary Japanese yeah. architecture. Does, yeah. does that influence you? Is it something yeah. that you're thinking about when you're working? Yeah. Um, does it help or does it give you pressure? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I didn't have any pressure from that, but it's, uh, I really appreciate uh, our you know, kind of long history of the wooden architecture. So... Um, yeah, even I learned uh, steel work for two years, but after that, uh, I really appreciate to visit uh, Kyoto and Nara you know, to learn some old, you know, architecture. It's uh, and also the beautiful gardens. They, you know, it's um, it kept uh, you know more than five hundred years, you know, sometimes more than thousand years, something. And uh, yeah, such a history. Um, yeah, I feel like. Uh, um, really influenced us, influenced me. But at the same time, um, somehow our lifestyle is a completely different from uh, at the time. For example, we use a furniture, but uh, only 100 years ago, we don't have any furniture. So, um, and then uh, now it's a bit, uh, um, you know, interesting moment because uh, our lifestyle change a lot but it's uh but at the same time uh, we have a uh, many history behind us and then uh, um yeah such a you know situation it's a uh, quite inspired in architecture architects so um yeah obviously the, i was really influenced uh, from the such a uh, old architecture in japan and then uh, but uh, i'm not sure that i can express from that but uh, um but uh, yeah, I realize that many people talk to me. 
yeah, talk about my work and uh, your architecture is very Japanese. And then <laughs> I didn't think, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's I'm realizing the, how important such a you know architecture or such a culture. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Do you think young Japanese architects are aware of the reputation that they have overseas? Do you think that's something that other architects here are thinking about or is it just not something that is considered when you're working? If I can say it, I'm a young architect. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm not 50 yet, but uh, okay, anyway. Um, yeah, we always talk about, the, you know, uh, such architects, not only the Tadao Ando, Gengo Kuma, uh, Junzo Yoshimura, for example, mm. uh, you know, so, um, yeah, Yoshida Isura, for example, such a, um, even uh, not famous in the world, but it's, uh, we, yeah, we talked a lot about uh, what they have done mm. uh, in the architecture world. And then, but another thing is, it's, uh, you know, for example, Tadao Ando or Sejima, uh, quite push, you know, uh, elevated our architecture reputation in the world. So I can imagine that many after that, for us, it's a quite easy to jump in <laughs> such a world, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, I think I, I, I should uh, really appreciate it, you know, of that. Yeah. yeah. What does it have done? Yeah, that's mm. interesting. Yeah. Uh, did you have any... Um, like role models or were there architects whose work that you really admired when you were at school, Japanese or from okay. elsewhere? Yeah, whose work were you following? <laughs> ah, that's also the interesting <laughs> question. Um, you know, so I, I used to work in a you know, studio workshop because I was a bit influenced from the Jamprube. So, yeah, so and I found some uh, article about the Jamprube. So Jamprube said... Uh, so uh, architects should be inside the factory. So oh. otherwise, uh, architects can be the, just a sales rep, you know. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, I, I was really imp- inspired from his word, what he had done, uh, you know, uh, in, in his, in his uh, life. So, um, yeah, it's a one uh, big uh, teacher, mm. is a Jampube. <laughs> and then another... Yeah, actually, I, I was lucky. I was uh, uh, collaborating with many architects. Like uh, Pete, uh, one uh, big teacher for me is uh, Peter Sachabiri from Sydney. So we had a beautiful house project in Tokyo, uh, in Japan. Um, yeah, I could uh, collaborate with him, the, I think, uh, more than three years. Wow. I learned a lot from him. Even I could visit uh, you know, his own house, also the, his project. It's uh, in a week more than 10 house projects I could visit. I also, the, I even I stayed at his house. Oh, wow. It's it's more like kind of initiation for mm. me. Ooh. So, and then I really, I strongly uh, desire to make something after that. Mm. Yeah, I really, yeah, want to be architect after that. Actually, so it happened in 2008. It means that I was, I established my studio 2005. Mm. And then after three years, such uh, uh, amazing things happened to me. Yeah. yeah, so, and then even even now I can see, you know, uh, before Peter Sachwi and after Peter Sachwi, it's a completely different. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's amazing, no? <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm. So I, I want to talk a bit about 
Australia and the relationship between Australia and Japan, yep. but also Denmark. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you mentioned we were in a talk together um, that was recorded for Design Art yes. that Aoki-san um, yeah. hosted. And you mentioned Jorn Utzon and his ability to work in Australia yeah. on the Sydney yeah. Opera House, which yeah. is obviously an icon. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say that Australians feel like there's a connection between Australia and Denmark. Yeah. And I think it's also correct that Australians feel a connection to Japan as yep. well and maybe also between Japan and Denmark. Yeah, it's a yes. sort of a triangle. Yeah, a triangle, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I wonder if that's something that you are conscious of or if it's something that you think about. Do you uh, – yeah, maybe if you could comment yep. on that. Yeah. If um, you agree. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, so funny thing is uh, Peter Sachberry, uh, the teacher – it's a Richard Laplaster. Okay. You know him, yeah, Richard Laplaster? Uh, yeah, I've never met him, but yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. Even he can speak Japanese. Oh, really? Yeah, he used to stay in Japan, uh, work for the Tange, I oh. think, also the Taniguchi, oh. yeah, I believe. And then he speak very fluent Japanese. Wow. And then uh, uh, Richard Laplaster is a teacher of the, you know, Peter Sachberry. Mm. So that's why the, when we finished a project in Japan with uh, Peter Sachberry, so Peter invited uh, Richard to visit uh, our project. Uh -huh. so, so that's why I could uh, uh, talk with uh, Richard. You know, we entered, uh, you know, we went to the sushi restaurant oh. and then uh, next to me is uh, Richard. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's an amazing experience. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and then actually the Richard Laplasta works for the Young Watson. Oh. It's interesting, no? I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, so then, uh, yeah, so here's uh, some detail. It's uh, from the Young Watson. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and then the uh, Young Watson, uh, in a short time, but they used to collaborate with uh, Arne Jakobsen mm. a bit. Uh. Mm -hmm. And then I had a chance to visit Arun Jakobsen house. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, somehow I could find uh, kind of my detail, not my detail actually, you know, but it's uh, Jakobsen, Watson, uh, Laplaster, and uh, Statchberry, and me, you know, some small tour connection you know, connection oh, nice. yeah and then yeah actually the architecture world is something like that so uh, we share the you know idea also that we share the such a techniques also the kind of a beauty concept of the beauty mm. and then but at the same time i'm not sure uh it's a general uh topic but it's uh, i can imagine uh young watson had her you know make a team in sydney right so mm -hmm. then uh, he yeah, he collaborated with a young architect in the Sydney, mm. like uh, Richard Laplaster. I think it's a big influence. I can imagine mm. even uh, Peter Sachby, you know, had an influence from the young Watson. Mm. Um, um, yes, such a thing is uh, um, actually is a, I really uh, love about the architects. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can be the part of the history. Right, so so yeah, that's why I really wanted to talk uh, uh, when we had a discussion in the design art. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, you know, not not only the party, not only the you know, just the discussion. It's uh, you know, sometimes uh, yeah, 
it, it works because uh, young Watson stay in uh, Sydney more than 10 years, right? Yeah, right? I don't know how long he was there. Yeah, but it's a quite long time mm. he stayed. Yeah, mm. but it's uh, yeah, such an influence. It's a, uh, you know, in a good way. It's a, uh, yeah, he can mix the, you know, Australian concept and the Danish concept. Yeah. yeah. I read that he never saw the opera house finished. Yes. Uh, yes. That to me is just so sad. But yeah, it's really so sad. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when we visit in uh, our opera house, actually, it's quite amazing. Mm. So because uh, he already the teach, you know, young architect, they can manage, oh, right? Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, I think that's also another good thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know, include uh, Richard Laplace, yeah, completely understood what does he want to do, mm. he want to do. It's yeah. mm, yeah. quite incredible. Yeah. So I want to talk a bit more about, I guess, architecture in Japan. Okay. Um, so, you know, obviously space here is somewhat limited mm. um, and it's sold at a premium. Well, I, maybe not as much as some places. Jeremy and I have just come from Hong Kong where okay. it's even more expensive. But <laughs> I'm, I, I wonder if you think that that makes Japanese architects more creative or um, better problem solvers because if you have such a small space to work with um, mm. and limited, yeah, limited space, do mm. you think that that forces you to be creative? Yeah, of course, it's a, a, always a limitation, you know, uh, inspire us, right? So... I don't want to make something in a space, you know, <laughs> I need a context, I can imagine. So, um, and then, uh, yeah, such a, you know, even a, such a difficult context, like a small space, but it's a, we can, you know, not only the surviving, we can have a nice life there. Uh, yeah, it, it, it helps uh, uh, our creativity. I don't think that, you know, we are more creative than other, you know, uh, larger space, uh, you know, area, but it's a, uh, but uh, yeah, of course it's a uh, really uh, makes us uh, so more creative. Mm. It's uh, uh, yeah, yeah, mm. that's really true. Mm. Yeah, yeah mm. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also said in the talk that we did together, yeah. um, although I didn't know what you had said until later on when I read the translation, but I think yeah. that I understand that you said that architects here or maybe yeah. architects in general can yeah. be selfish mm. and that the process isn't democratic. Mm. So mm. I'm wondering if you could maybe talk a little bit more about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, Japanese architecture, Japanese architect, uh, now, yeah, for example, you can see the Tokyo, we have a context, but it's a, we don't have a context, right? It's a, because uh, in Tokyo, especially, you know, um, after World War II, that we have to build, you know, new city almost. Mm. But uh, um, and then uh, so uh, in Japan, I have to, you know, rise by the economy. So then, uh, um, so many different architecture in the city. You know, I don't think uh, that's a yeah, I can say it's super colorful, mm. right? It's uh, almost no context. So then the arch architects, you know, yeah, even the young, uh, I think it's more like a younger architects have to be, you know, create, okay, so this is a building I built, you know, mm. such a way. But uh, of course, in, you know, um, in the other world, it's a, they already the context, you know, they already have a, 
rules in the city. So then uh, they have to uh, take care of the neighbors mm. as well. But in Japan, it's uh, you know, like we have to show what we are, right? <laughs> in the building, it's a. Uh, I think it's a quite interesting for architects. But at the same time, uh, um, um, somehow the yeah, it's a big reason we we become a lack of the you know uh, kind of a, a context, you know, more like a lack of the. Uh, um, how to say, yeah, it can be the selfish mm, okay. easily, but at the same time, uh, you know, also the client, you know, try to kind of, uh, you know, um, not try to make a beautiful city. It's more like a try to show, show, uh, show up. Okay. Right. So yeah. then uh, we can have a many interesting facade everywhere, mm. and then uh, yeah, it happens. So then uh, client and architects agree and that they can build, mm. right? So we have uh, no uh, comments on that, usually, okay. as long as we don't paint pink or, you know, it's <laughs> a crazy green or something. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, of course, it's, uh, you know, in a Kyoto or in a suburb, it's uh, there uh, in a beautiful context there, so then uh, we have to follow that, but it's, uh, it's a very few project, somehow, mm. somehow. But I can imagine uh, in the architect in Europe always thinking about uh, you know kind of a context. Mm. Uh, sometimes they cannot touch the facade, right. only inside. And then uh, yeah, architects, you know, um, should understand their, you know uh, when they made their architecture. It's like it can be the part of the city. Mm. You know, don't be yeah yeah. Pompidou Center is a quite unique project, but yeah. it's. Uh, only few such a projects, you know, standing in a city, but the other project is just, uh, you know, uh, can be there, you know, like hiding in a city. Yeah. Yeah. But in Japan, it's uh, we don't have to. Mm. Yeah. Even we can't because we don't see any context, right? So, mm. uh, in a city. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. I've yeah. never thought of Tokyo like that, but yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Right. So mm. then, yeah, client want to do something higher, and the architects, ah, oh, why not? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously the architects have to say uh, to to client, no, 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 you know, not too high, maybe ten meters low. Mm. That's uh, I think uh, architects, uh, how to say, uh, um, I. I architects should have uh, such a mind actually mm. but it's in japan it's a bit difficult to have uh, such a mind because mm. uh, you know already nothing you know so um, yeah i i think uh, this is a very you know too i say it's a too, maybe that this uh topic that many people complain about that <laughs> <laughs> in japan <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh but it happens i can imagine okay yeah That's but uh, the other thing is it's a uh, you know product we already have, of course it's a product you know it's a very connected with the function also the good products you know stay longer people mm. keep using long time yeah so then mm. it's a bit opposite right mm. 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 yeah well i want to ask you now about your product design mm. um 
the products that you have designed and mm. collaborated with multiple brands mm-hmm. um, and maybe a little bit about how you balance those um, okay. with the architecture. So mm. you've designed products for Frama, mm-hmm. Menu, mm-hmm. Ikea, Zalzwo, mm-hmm. Chinese Brown, yeah. um, Brooch Commissions from Melbourne, yeah. Karimoku and yeah. Ishinomaki yes. or Ishinomaki Laboratory. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you could talk a bit about those collaborations mm-hmm. and your approach to designing furniture, mm-hmm. you know, being a trained architect. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. today I met uh, uh, Lyndon, uh, you know, Nerian Fu mm. from Nerian Fu. And then uh, so we talked uh, how... Um, how important the architects uh, design the furniture. So because uh, uh, space needs furniture, and then uh, um, space with furniture, we realize the space works well, or s- the space is uh, you know beautiful, or you know. So then uh, space without furniture, more like uh, no function there, mm. right? But of course, it's a s- space itself. Sometimes we can say this is a beautiful, you know, just uh, pray God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> something <laughs> more like a church or something. But uh, um, yeah, I think uh, it's quite important for architects to design uh, to to design furniture uh, more like a, to have a skill to design furniture. Mm. Uh, and then uh, yeah, I was lucky that I I had a chance to work with a steel worker. So then uh, you know I learned the uh, you know, material. Also that I learned how to make a furniture. Mm, okay. So that's a really help uh, now when I design the furniture because mm. uh, yeah, I really want to yeah. For example, so Ishinomaki Laboratory project it's uh, we use a two by four and two by six two by two oh. means uh, you know we use the more like uh, uh, ready-made material so uh, off the shell parts so um even that uh, so we can you know uh create it as a structure mm. and you know so strong structure also the you know it's a um, beautiful in the shape and and functionable and then yeah something like this yeah i really want to uh, when I design the furniture, I really want to yeah follow the kind of a context, mm. also the uh, follow the you know uh, honesty of mm. the material, also mm-hmm. the honesty of the function, and uh, actually uh, yeah I keep doing that. But uh, another thing, um, I also the you know play with the material. I like really like a play with the material. Mm-hmm. And I always explain that uh, this is a quite a similar of the you know similar that the chef do that mm. so chef for example chef uh, go to the market mm-hmm. and then they find a beautiful uh, kind of a nicer tomato you know so then uh, he he eat it and then after that he found a kind of a new recipe or something like that yeah it's quite natural right yeah no? <laughs> and then so that's why that when uh, um yeah probably i i used to work with a steel worker so then uh, i I played with the mini metal. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the yeah, you can see the some metal in the furniture opposite. Mm-hmm. It's uh, made by the 0.5 millimeter thickness, mm-hmm. right? But even such a thin metal, so we can use uh, the you know such a big light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't. We just uh, cut it a laser cut, just uh, bend by their 
something like weight, just a gravity, mm. something like that. So um, yeah, I actually I keep such a mind to play with the material. Mm. So after that, uh, I hit some idea mm. to adapt the space, uh, you know, to to make some design to make some designs. Mm. That's a completely different approach, actually. Yeah, you know, from the yeah, but it's a bit close to the Ichinomaki laboratory concept. We have to design the from the such a uh, ready-made material. Mm. Yeah, but it's a, you know, I need to play with the material also the size. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm going to ask you more about Ishinomaki Laboratory okay. in a minute, but yeah. I just wanted to pick up on two things that you said there. I really love that comparison of materials, yep. you know, for a designer as ingredients are to a chef. Yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. a really great comparison or analogy. Um, yeah. I've never, I haven't really thought about it like that, but yeah, that's such a great point. But you said before that architecture without furniture it uh -huh. has no function <laughs> that's what you just said yeah um <laughs> bit too, too extreme no 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 i think it's it's a very simple statement but it it says a lot about i think how you maybe approach furniture design mm. that it's quite architectural maybe yep. um yeah that a space needs to have furniture in it yep. to have a function yep. um yeah I just thought that was a really a really nice uh, oh, yeah. way to sum that up. Thank you. Um, mm. So, how do you balance the two streams of work, architecture and product design? How do you balance those two things in your studio? Do you uh -huh. have different people yeah. working on different things, or is everybody working across everything? <laughs> how does that work? Um, you know, it's a, as a beginning. Um, Actually, the, um, my architect staff uh, take care of the, my you know, product design, also that I sketch it, and then also the, my uh, architect staff and, uh, you know, to make a drawings and to make a models. But now it's, uh, we have uh, two uh, product designers in my studio. So because uh, it's a slightly different techniques to realize the you know, product design, also the, to realize the interior and the architecture product. But um, when we design the architecture, we always uh, uh, try to use our furniture, uh, not to buy something. Mm. We try to make a new designs there, uh, or we try to use our furniture there. Yeah, it's a little bit, uh, you know, people feel that it's a bit selfish, but it's uh, you know, actually uh, for me, it's uh, quite comfortable uh, because I know the shape, I know the proportion mm. I know the feeling mm -hmm. so it's quite easy to design the space by my furniture or by even other furniture but I should understand very well um, and then uh, so it means uh, uh, all, always mixed you know when uh, we design the architecture we design a blue bottle coffee shop and then uh, so invite the product designer to make something new and then uh, also the architect team, you know, have to communicate with the product designer. Also, that I, I, you know, talk to both. Mm. <laughs> Something like this is quite mixed. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Mm. So uh, now I want to talk a bit more about Ishinoma Ishinomaki Laboratory. Mm. Um, but I think before we talk about that, we should talk about 
Ishinomaki the mm. place. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you could remind everybody mm. where it is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there was a tsunami there. It yeah. was just over 10 years ago now, right? Yes, uh, 11 years ago already. Right. Yeah. And so Ishinomaki is a town in the north of Japan. Yes. Um, so maybe, yeah, from that standpoint, if you want to talk us through what happened yep. in Ishinomaki and yep. then how and why yep. Ishinomaki Laboratory came about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Long story in the short. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, Ishinomaki was the most uh, disastered city after the uh, tsunami hits. And then uh, I designed the restaurant in uh, Ishinomaki uh, in 2010. And then, uh, so my client uh, opened the restaurant in 2010, and the tsunami hit 2011. Only the around four months, they could organize a new restaurant. Uh, of course, so we are really worried about uh, what's happening in the tsunami. So we couldn't contact him, but uh, um, some moment uh, he called me. So uh, uh, restaurant, of course, uh, destroyed, but it's also the, his house and above the restaurant. Oh, wow. Yeah, he feels a bit dangerous because it uh, hits a tsunami. So then. Um, he invited me also the, uh, to check the architecture, mm. it's uh, okay or not. And then I, so I decided to go to the Ishinomaki with my friend because uh, not only me, um, because I'm, I can help something, right? So I can clean the, the space or so I can uh, reinforce the you know, crumb or something. So then I brought uh, my steel worker friends mm. <laughs> I used to work. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so then I visit uh, uh, Ishinomaki, and then uh, yeah, more like a first two months uh, we just helped the you know, more like a volunteer works. Mm. But uh, in some moment I noticed that I'm an architect, mm. <laughs> and then I could <laughs> help something. <laughs> and then I checked the city. So then uh, I realized that um, some restaurant already open because the owner have a skill to make things, mm. to fix uh, a restaurant by themselves. Mm. At the time, it's a you know, carpenter was super busy to take care of the more, you know, more infrastructure. It's a more important project, mm. you know. So, so but it's a, you know, um, the, the restaurant owner uh, who have a skills, you know, they can open restaurant and many people came together there and then I enjoyed the you know, beer and the karaoke already. <laughs> <laughs> and the idea is, oh, okay, if uh, every every owner, every you know, everybody in the Ishinomaki guy, um, have a skill, to have a DIY skill, mm. um, could be easier to you know rebuild the city. Mm. And then I realized that actually the DIY concept is originally from the uh, London after World War Two. Oh. So in a peop- in a government in London. Uh, didn't have uh, enough resource to rebuild mm-hmm. the city. So then, uh, so you know, some smart guy <laughs> and then uh, make a slogan DIY. Oh. Yeah, I I checked the Wikipedia. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that, wow. uh, of course. But it's it's amazing, no? So yeah. then, so then, uh, ah, okay, maybe the we should have a public workshop there, and then uh, we bought the tools they can access, and also the maybe I talked to the, my friend. Uh, who have a uh, lots of wood with lots of material. So 
So then I started to have a project, Ishinomaki Laboratory. Mm. So Marika Ishinomaki Workshop, but、uh, um, I just thought, oh, this is a, a laboratory more, more than a workshop. So then、mm. uh, I could rent a space and I got some money. Also, the, I talked to the, my designer friends and also the many、uh, industry friends. And then,、uh, yeah, we opened the public workshop and then we had a, a kind of a project.、Uh, Like、uh, to invite the、uh, young students to make a bench for the city. Also,、mm-hmm. the, we rebuilt the uh, uh, kind of a bar, in a small bar.、Mm-hmm. We could you know, easily to rebuild in a, in a small space. So then、uh, we can discuss you know, after drinking in Japanese. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so then、uh, it's quite important to have、uh, such a space. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, after uh, making the you know, workshop, Uh, so,、uh, Hamamira team contacted me. So, then、uh, they really want to support us、mm. and also the, yeah, want to collaborate with us. With us. So, then、uh, we decided to have a more bigger workshop with the Hamamira team、mm. uh, all over the world. Is,、uh, around the 20 Hamamira team staying in Ishinomaki. Then, then we had、uh, many workshops with uh, uh, temporary housing people. At the time, so, you know. Finally, we gave furniture, but uh, more like uh, uh, as long as they help to make, because our concept is、uh, to teach how to make.、Mm, okay. Yeah, such as such as, something like that. So then, yeah, we kept her、uh, almost one year as a volunteer works, but、uh, I realized that, yeah, probably such a workshop can help. Uh, in a longer, it's a huge disaster, so then it takes a long time. But it's、uh, many volunteers already escaped, and the many yeah, projects are just、uh, you know, finished. It,、uh, also, the donation is、uh, less and less. So, so then uh, uh, probably the Ishinomaki laboratory have to, have to get money. So then、uh, we, we started to sell our bench and then the stool、mm-hmm. you know, with,、uh, to collaborate with a、uh, Japanese designer and architect, and also the, to collaborate with the Hammer Mirror. And we hired a、uh, sushi chef. <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a partner now. You know, he oh, yeah, more like uh, uh, take care of the whole、uh, workshop. Yeah. Yeah, that's a start now.、Yeah, that's a start. So then now so we have our guest rooms because our main goal is、uh, not, only the, not only making money to take care of the workshop, it's that、uh, we really want to, I say, to、um, leave the creativity in a city. That's a big thing. You know? So, such a creativity you know, help to keep young people, also the,、yeah, to bring the interesting people. And then、uh, I think it's really succeeded, but uh, uh, now it's,、uh, we, we had、uh, you know, guest, four guest rooms.、Uh, I think it's the、uh, you know, best、uh, guest room in Ishinomaki.、Mm. <laughs> and also, that we have a you know, big workshop there. And also, the,、uh, yeah, we had、uh, many partners all over the world. Yeah.、Uh, something like this. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that kind of brings me to my next question. We're、yeah. talking in your studio、yeah. in Tokyo、uh, during the week of design art.、Mm-hmm. Um, and so I came and saw the space that you put on, and you've now, as you said, collaborated with a number of different designers, including、yes. Norm Architects from、yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, and studio adjective from Hong yeah, Kong. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about、um, how you went from the beginnings to 
what it is now and, you know, what is the goal of Ishinomaki Laboratory? Okay. Is, is it still the same? Okay. Um, I think, uh, you know, our main goal is uh, actually it's a quite quite simple. Uh, I really want to uh, create some um, creativity um, hub in Ishinomaki. It helps in Ishinomaki. Yeah, um, that's the main goal. But at the same time, um, as a furniture designer or as a creativity, you know, in, inside of the creativity, the Ishinomaki laboratory furniture is a quite unique. And then, uh, you know, such a simple furniture, but uh, we still have a new design from that, right? So such a new way to make simple furniture can inspire not only designer, not only the architect, you know, um, people uh, who love making things. Yeah, actually, we got many mails. Uh, can I make uh, your furniture without permission or something? Oh. <laughs> but it's you know, as long as uh, they can make, yeah, so happy, oh. right? And also, the summer uh, school teacher asked me to to use your furniture to teach, you know, making things or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, yes, you know, even the, this simple furniture, but have a many kind of, uh, you know, function, the different uh, uh, activities. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think, uh, yeah, that's amazing. So, so then uh, I really want to keep, you know, this brand means, uh, you know, to keep telling the story, what we have done, also the, to telling the story about the Ishinomaki. But at the same time, um, yeah, this simple furniture can create new activities, like something like this, and mm. also to inspire people. Yeah, that's why that I really want to keep. <laughs> well, I think that's great. Yeah, it's yeah. such a great story. So thank you so much. It's thank been you. so great chatting to you. Thanks for having time. Yeah, I'm really happy to talk. It's a pleasure. Thank you.